0: You're listening to Women Making Waves. We all know about men's wrestling, but what about the women? We're pretty sure when you hear from Emily Reid, co founder of Pro Wrestling Eve, an all female professional wrestling movement, you'll have your eyes opened about the way women wrestlers are treated in this very male dominated sport. The name Eve for this movement speaks volumes as Emily explains to Susie.
1: Wrestling is one of the most beautiful art forms. What I found was a boys' club like I had never known before. Basic line of every show is that you're a fighter. Our shows are popular, but within the wrestling community, they don't want us there. I think any way that women can be portrayed as strong and powerful can only be empowering to other women. Emily
2: Reed's pioneering vision for an all-female wrestling show in Europe and the UK is a revolution about equality. Now, other sporting events, I think, could really learn so much about the way Wrestling Eve values their fans and their safety. And I asked Emily why the name Eve forms part of this women's movement.
1: It was simply Eve was the first woman and we wanted to really make a statement being the first women's wrestling promotion that we felt was really displaying women in exactly the same as the men. Some people call it a gimmick. It's very contrived.
2: But could you give us some sort of insight to how you think it's a very, very genuine show?
1: Wrestling is one of the most beautiful art forms. It's so intricate, but when people watch it, they're able to just sit, well, stand at our show, stand and enjoy. And they're really able to do something that as adults we don't get a chance to do much, which is to yell and shout and boo and cheer and sing.
2: Especially for women.
1: Especially for women. I have people who will come up to me at the end of the show And just thank me because they'll say I just feel so much better We use women who are talented Who are good at telling stories through wrestling They are good at talking They're athletic but they're also good at bonding with the audience and telling the story Mm -hmm. of their match because they're booked on talent it means that we've got women with abs and women with their stomachs spilling over their waistbands we've got women of different heights of different ethnicities of different styles we have women with actual real fully rounded characters that's what you get when you come to see eve I was a generation where I saw Xena and I saw Buffy and I loved seeing those strong women. I grew up and I had a child and suddenly there was Twilight and weak, passive women and I hated it. So with Eve, you get to see strong, powerful women where the whole focus is on who they are as a person and their abilities as a person, not sexualizing, not looks.
2: What was the thing that started this all up, which is a movement as well as an art form? I suppose, really, let's start with why you wanted to set it up.
1: When I was 19, I'd loved wrestling my whole life. I decided, of course, I was going to move to the other end of the country and train to be a pro wrestler. What I found was a boys club like I had never known before. And it was things like being groped in training was normal, being sat down and having explained that the top wrestlers had the right to sleep with me first, but then the new wrestlers, then the trainer, that on certain tours, the women would be expected to entertain the men on what was called the camps, which is where you'd go around Butlins and places like that to do shows. This wasn't just happening to me. I started speaking to other women about it. And then there was the problem that if you slept with one of the wrestlers, you would immediately have all of these stories going around about you. Whereas if the men slept with anyone, they were heroes. It was ungoverned and unsafe. And I realised there was nothing I could do to change that. But the one thing I could do is change my focus from being a pro wrestler to running women's wrestling shows. And that way I could give women the platform and opportunity they deserved, which was giving them the ability to perform like the men. Because another thing they were told was, well, you don't do that move because the men do that and that will show up the men. And they were very much given very short matches. Their matches were placed, generally speaking, before the main event. They would be the only women on the show.
2: It's all about the side show for the women. Yeah. And the main show was for the men.
1: Women were there so that people could go have a wee and get a drink from the bar before the main event and for the dads is what we were told and we were the girls match. Which meant that women couldn't develop and become high level performers in this country because they never got the chance to do anything but the match for the dads of the girls match.
2: What do you see in a woman who approaches you and says, I want to be a pro wrestler with Eve?
1: If someone just wants to be a pro wrestler, the first stop for them is Eve Academy. That's another thing that we set up. So there would be a school and somewhere to train that is just women there. And it also allows us to focus on areas that the women struggled in, whereas the men didn't. If you want to be a wrestler, you have to step onto your stage, into the ring, and you have to command the attention of a crowd. Basic line of every show is that you're a fighter and you have to make noise because if you're quiet, no one's going to cheer. And those were things women in particular struggled in. I admire because I still struggle to make a loud noise, but wrestling has helped me. What are audiences expecting? What, what really gives them a real kick from watching this? So the most basic wrestling match and the most common one you'll get, we've got good guy and bad guy. We've got the hero and the villain. The basic thing of wrestling is always that is prize fighting is what it was based on. Mm-hmm. So you want to win because then you get more money. And the audience is like, yeah, yeah, you can do it. And so they're, they're feeding of the energy from the audience and because of the 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 way that you're there with them and the way that you support them they can fight back and they can defeat the bad guy and it's that cheesy (laughs) would you agree with
2: me that this is probably a really golden age for bringing feminism and equality to the forefront do you think maybe wrestling pro wrestling eve would have survived 20 years ago do you think more of you younger generation are really trying to push the boundaries
1: I try and stay open-minded as to whether it would have worked. The position we're in now helps a lot. Certainly Glow as well. Just open people's eyes to a different kind of performance. Glow is a Netflix show that is based on a women's promotion that was around a long time ago. It was very much stereotypical. They did sometimes sexualize, well, they did sexualize the women, but it was very tongue-in-cheek, and also the women were in control of what they were doing. They were making the choice to do it. It was just this group of women, and they bonded together through wrestling, and they got to finally be the heroes and be the strong people in the story, and they loved that they got the lead roles, and they saw this new form of entertainment that they'd pro- most people had never heard of. And they started coming to our shows because I was calling every media outlet I could find and telling them...
2: You're a good marketeer, aren't you?
1: (laughs) I'm stubborn. (laughs) And if I've decided I'm going to do something, I keep doing it. I just knew if I could get them in the door, people would stay because we put on an amazing show. And I know that sounds egotistical, but it's actually me talking about the women. That's my belief in the women that I use.
2: The the subject of domestic violence. Mm -hmm. So when you see women on in the theatre, in the ring, and they're being violent against each other. Some people will say it ignites and it sort of promotes more violence against women. I'm sure you've had some backlash and and comments about, especially on social media. How do you tackle that when people say it shouldn't
1: be for women, this creates almost domestic violence again, it sort of promotes it? It's something that obviously we do have people approach us with and try and come with that point of view It is just their point of view, and I strongly disagree with it. I think any way that women can be portrayed as strong and powerful can only be empowering to other women.
2: With the point of social media, how do you how do you cope
1: with that? Social media can be a, a minefield. We are we always say we're a wrestling company that no one that wrestling didn't want. Not that no one wanted, because we are popular. Our shows sell out well. Every show, I think we're on the twenty first sell, sell out in a row now. So our shows are popular, but within the wrestling community. They don't want us there. Because I will publicly talk out about things that they're doing wrong, and the beautiful thing about social media is other people will step up and say yes. When people in the crowd are yelling homophobic slurs or when they are slut shaming women who are in the ring, wrestling fans can be brilliant and so massively creative with their chants and things that they're saying. We made a point of noting when other people had said things and it hadn't been dealt with by a company, and it has forced promotions that might not want to change to change but also given confidence to other promotions who didn't like that was done
2: There's been a lot of body shaming with women wrestlers Do you find that in your academy you have to really make women strong about it and just say you are who you are?
1: Absolutely, with Eve Academy, you're there to train to be a wrestler. It doesn't matter how you look. The youngest people we have is, are 18 because we won't have anyone younger than that. I don't think it's particularly safe on your body. We'd have to restructure what we were learning so it could be safer on a on someone's body that's still growing.
2: You also said that it gives people the space to talk about other things besides the pro wrestling. It gives you, especially when you've come together, and this is a very taboo subject, wrestling for women, And mental health, do you find it's got better talk about mental health these days now?
1: I do think it's improving and more people are talking about it. When I said earlier that I'm a stubborn and strong-minded woman, I just am, and <laughs> I see it as, That's as my... Good. That's really yeah, good. <laughs> I, I see it as a as a real positive. So my decision on when talking about things, there is nothing sexual about women's professional wrestling. I'm not going to shy away and be ashamed of what I do. That would be ridiculous. We had to take a few years off with Eve because I had a breakdown and... I was actually sectioned. So I was in hospital for three months. It took two years for me to get back to the point where my husband was saying, I think we can do this. I felt like I'd let down every woman that worked for us. But I changed a lot as a person, as you do when you have to rebuild your brain. Certain things like manners, I suppose, is what people would say that were taught into me how to sit a certain way and and how to act as what was seen as and what I was taught was ladylike. I had decided not to put back in when I was piecing back together my mind, because it just seemed like a complete waste of time.
2: Now that is culture, isn't it? It's what you ought to do, as opposed to what you should be doing, that is akin to you.
1: I had an upper middle class upbringing, and my grandfather was a colonel in the army, and it was very much taught into me ways to sit, ways to speak, and I always felt horrendously uncomfortable. I'm five foot ten and very lanky. Just my body, I felt like, was inappropriate and wrong because I took up way more space than I I was meant to as a woman. So when I was trying to heal myself it was just something where I literally thought well that's a waste of time and when we came back and I decided we we were going to run that Eve show we decided London was the best place to run it because women's wrestling only got legalised there in 1985 so to do the first ever all women's wrestling show in London was a big deal making a statement
2: Running any business is very very busy and you've been talking about your mental health and how you've been coping with that how would you advise people to switch of
1: sometimes with? Really. I really think that the root of a lot of the issues people have is shame. The biggest thing I learned when I was on the ward was there was a women's lounge and every evening we would all sit round together and we would talk about the things we were ashamed of and we would find that everyone else had done it too. And when we spoke about it and could understand that these things are symptoms and they're just part of who we are at the moment, it doesn't mean forever but certainly when we're at our worst when our health is at its lowest those are normal symptoms when learning to switch off i think part of it is you just don't need to be ashamed to say today i need to stay in my pajamas and eat lotus biscuit spread straight from the jar and and watch everything on netflix for the whole day (laughs) on my
2: own and and also tweet about it as well and tweet about it
1: (laughs) i will tweet about everything
0: was actually quite shocking, you know. I was absolutely amazed when she started talking about her early days in wrestling and the male fraternity, the way that they treat the women wrestlers. I found that absolutely disgraceful.
2: I just talking to her, found her to be very, she was very still about it, but I obviously can see that she'd been through quite a bit and promote women's wrestling in a more positive way.
0: You know, the interesting thing is, when I was listening to that, you know, I used to be involved in theatre when I was young. Exactly the same there. You'd get chorus lines of women dancers um, and that kind of thing. And you, they would be treated... In much the same way almost like it was an expectation that they were there not just to do the dancing but you know for other purposes as well luckily it was never part of that but I heard about it
2: I love the part about social media but she treats it in a really positive way mm-hmm. she gets a lot of fans involved and trying to help her promote
0: a safe environment for women I think that's really good you know I think for people that go along to wrestling matches again there's a kind of an expectation it's almost like stepping back hundreds of years Mm. into an arena environment where you're allowed to just let rip and cheer and roar and there's the goodies and the baddies and you know it's all kind of not real but people really get carried away and she talks about women
2: as being fighters and this this whole new name and world for women now That it was always the men that were the fighters I still find that it's really lovely for women to be loud they're not quiet anymore they can express themselves and this hmm. is a great place to be able to say actually it's not just for the men it's a bit like sporting even this 21st century we still have more sport talking about men than it is women.
0: It's all about the male football leagues that's where the money is that's where the promotion is and that's where everybody's more interested and the women's league and they might be just as good technical footballers doesn't bring in enough money. But they're proving, this Eve, they're proving that you can make money at it with just having women involved. I
2: love that. Emily was very open about being sectioned when she had a mental breakdown Mm -hmm. and that she met other women in this particular hospital that all got together and they wanted to know why they had felt so down and why they were in there. And one of the things that came out of this was the word shame. Shame for being who they were because they were made to feel that they ought to adhere to a certain type of woman.
0: Yeah, but the theme seems to reoccur Mm, every now and then, doesn't it? Do you think this has been brought on because of the amount of change that women have gone through in the last hundred years or so? Because I guess... If you're used to being the underdog and you're used to agreeing to everything that your husband says and you're the one who does all the cooking and cleaning and you know what your job is, that maybe is easier in some respects because you know what, where, what you are and what you're doing. But we've broken the boundaries now and we're all changing but do you think that's part of what's maybe causing some of these problems in our, with our mental health?
2: Yeah, because we're up against people that don't want things to change. And, yeah. so, and it's almost like we're learning how to be ourselves again. We're, You're absolutely right. And, and so if we make mistakes, it's all the more poignant to people that think that we are in a particular sphere of the world, that we can't be like that. So it's almost like a, a, new, a new world for women. Yeah. And, and they're learning to, to cope with the mistakes that they make.